Welcome, welcome. Um, Steve here. Laman here. And we have a guest with us this week. Before introducing the guest, we'll ask uh, Laman what number podcast is this one, mate? I knew you were going to do it to me. But, mate, because number 10 was epic, I actually know it's 11. Very well, very well. See? I did get a bit scared, though, when he asked the question. (laughs) We have a special guest this week. He um, helps out on our page, and a local developer lives near me on the sunny Queensland. So, yeah, I'll put you over to Pierce and introduce yourself. Say good day. Thanks so much for having me on the podcast. Really appreciate it. I've known Stephen for quite a while. I remember. Poor thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm from Queensland. I'm a games developer. And video editor part-time. So I currently own my own studio. We just work on little projects here and there. Nothing major announced right now, but working on something with Steve right now, which will hopefully get rolling soon. Mm. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's start off with the first big question. Favorite console or is it PC, Master Race or your console? console. Brought, I was brought up with a PC starters and then I had a PlayStation 1. No. Then I moved to Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> then I moved to Nintendo. Oh, mate, it's a town bicycle. He's going everywhere here. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like if I was to put my hand, my finger on one, it would probably have to be PlayStation just because um, <laughs> the face, the disappointment. I mean, like, oh. for me, I mean, not, not anymore. The internet's not free anymore. You don't get free online anymore. For, for me, I, I, I play all of them. I don't have a bias, but it's just I was brought up with a PlayStation 1, so it has yep. to be my favorite. Yeah, that's very similar to I'm myself. sorry, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say anymore. Are we done? Can we finish? Can we go? Yeah, home? Yeah. That's it. That's it. Podcast 12. <laughs> now, we'll try again. I'm very similar. Like, I literally, I own nearly all of them. I've got playstations xboxes nintendo switch nintendo minis i've got them all but like if i truly had to go back and say you know what this is mine it's probably playstation one solely because ff7 is on it and that's got to be for me where i say that's my game so in the first five minutes you you finally mentioned final fantasy final fantasy It's a staple. It It has to happen. (laughs) For me, my favorite PlayStation 1 game had to be Hot Wheels Turbo Racing. I love uh-huh. that game so much. Yeah, uh, the, the the entire soundtrack's like like it's like it's like Metallica and Iron Maiden and mm-hmm. like all those bands. It's it just like a, yeah. And there was a game back in the day. I found it not long ago. Rock and Roll Racing, and yeah. it's got a absolutely sick uh, soundtrack to it. It's like old school eight bit kind of graphics, like but it was so legit. <laughs> it was like damn. Michael's just like, oh, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Move on. You all mentioned right. Final Fantasy. All right, all right, all right. Console. Now we're over it. <laughs> uh, well, we gotta get we gotta get all the the details. Favorite genre of game? First person shooter. Doom, Doom and Wolfenstein. My my first games I ever played. I still remember my dad. He had one of those like old school floppy disks where you like slot them in, and he pulls out these games. He's like, when I was like. He's like, like it, it wasn't even a couple of years ago when I was still playing these games, and he's like, "Here, you can have them." And I remember putting in the floppy disks and booting up like Wolfenstein 3D. Yep. And I yep. used to play uh, Sim Tower. You remember that game, Sim Tower? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Many. All, all those yeah. classic games. 
Yeah. It, it would it would either have to be first person shooter or RPG. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite first person shooter or FPS game was Unreal Tournament back in the yep. day. Used yep. to absolutely love it. Just yeah. my brother was legit at it and I just I can't remember didn't Unreal Tournament come from a mod of Quake or something? Like it was um, it was originally, they originally used the Quake, it was either the Quake yeah, 1 or the, the Quake 2 engine. Engine, yeah, And yeah. then Unreal was like, hey, we like this engine, let's make our own game. Now you have, like, all these games. Like, little known fact, all of the Call of Duty games up until Black Ops 4 run off of the Quake 3 Arena engine. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Like, Modern oh, Warfare wow. 1, Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3, Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2, all those games run off of the Quake 3 Arena engine. Yeah. Because Damn. it... It's the best engine that has ever been made for shooters. Yep, yep. Valve, their whole source engine is based off of Quake 3 Arena. Like Quake yep. 1, Quake 2, Quake 3. Like, all, all, all those games came from id Software's engine because it's so reliable. It's so versatile. Like, Half-Life 1, Half-Life 2, Counter-Strike, Counter-Strike Source. Oh, all those yep. games are all you, on that engine. You can't say Half-Life 3. No, uh. not yet. Only one game in one day will give us Yes. Yes. <laughs> One day. Oh. Uh, I just remember Unreal, all that back in the day. Run around with a rocket launcher, you'd just build it up so you got the triple shot. Just bomb, just pumping. That was my jam, yeah. Uh, yeah. My jam was putting hundreds of hours into Quake 3 Arena. <laughs> you used to have the, the laser gun, like you'd shoot the, the little rail ball. gun, yeah. Yeah, and then you'd shoot that and it would explode. I was never good enough for that. My brother used to pump that, but... All right, well, so we got our favourite genre. Did we ask favourite game of all time? No, you didn't. Oh, here okay. we go. Game of all time. It's hard, but me and Michael always debate about this, whether retro's in it, arcade's in it, but just if you were, you know, like, nostalgia always builds games up, like, for me. Uh, it always well, seems like it's better, but go. Before 2016, I probably would have said Borderlands 2. Yep. After after 2016, it's definitely the Doom reboot. They did everything right. Oh, you loved 100%. it? 100%. I absolutely loved it. They There was nothing that they could have done better to make the game better. Yep, yep. For me, it's a game where I can sit there and just punch demons in the face for like six hours in a row and it never gets stale yep. it's it's the most entertaining thing in- i have a bad uh little secret i didn't get i didn't play the reboot the 2016 version it's amazing do, do you do you own it no no i will I tomorrow need i need to fix that yeah you need to I'll, fix that <laughs> i'll go and get that tomorrow because i saw it's going cheap as hell like eb you can games pick it up for like 15 dollars yeah yeah yeah, no. I'll, uh... The thing I love that id Software does is they're like, "Hey, the game's been out for a while. Here's all the DLC for free. So all the DLC for Doom is now completely free." Oh wow! I actually saw that the other day. They were, oh, who was? Someone was talking about it. They were like, "When do you get to the point as a developer where you turn around and say, you know what? Here's all of our DLC for free.' Yeah. Like instead of saying you still have to pay two hundred and fifty dollars for this DLC." Like over two years worth of DLC. Yeah. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Rainbow Six. <laughs> yes. Got me. Mate. Got me with me he doesn't understand how to put his phone oh. on silent. This is every episode. Someone Even misses it. To be honest. <laughs> That's why I just have Facebook permanently muted. It solves everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to freaking do that. <laughs> uh, 
nah. done it because every time I open up Facebook, there's like 99 comments, and I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll look at that a bit later when I get a say. There are very few developers that I can think of that, like, when a game gets to its end of life cycle, that they just yeah. turn around and give away all the DLC. Yeah, yeah, I think they were talking about um. Might have been Destiny, Destiny 2. Though, it like... was the original Destiny. They were planning on releasing all the DLC for free. Yeah, yeah. But then they released Destiny 2 for free. Uh... And then everyone was like, hey, we don't care about Destiny 1 anymore. We don't care about the free DLC. We just get to play Destiny 2 for free. Yeah. So yeah. they're like, hey, let's just make more Destiny 2 DLC. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, what do we got? Do we want to give him a quick rundown of our most important questions that come about every single time of course probably what's our most talked about thing nbn internet final fantasy final fantasy is always (laughs) always up there well we gotta see do you what's your favorite final fantasy (laughs) (laughs) i can't even control myself final fantasy 2 was the only one that i had on the original yeah Mm -hmm. on the playstation that was the only one that i had so Final Fantasy Four, like when it got released in the West, or Final Fantasy Two, the Western version of FF Two. So yeah, like yeah. for me, I highly dislike the non-turn-based Final Fantasy games because I, I was always a sucker for like turn-based games. Like I remember when the original the original Harry Potter games came to like Game Boy Color and Advance and stuff, and they were all turn-based. I yep. love those. For mm-hmm. me, like turn-based games are like my go-to other than shooters it's like for me in real life i play magic which is turn-based i play like warhammer which is turn-based i I I love the feeling of like being able to look at this army and be like i want you to do this and you to do this and you to do this and for it all to happen at once and just like see the fruits of my labor yeah yeah i until i reckon until i had my kids I was very similar. It was turn-based, turn-based, turn-based. And then after kids, uh, time becomes so limited. Yeah. I was I was just like, you know what? I don't have time. Like I used to play um, Civ, like Civilization, a lot on the computer. Uh, me and my brother and like a full game of that, it could go for an hour long because you're just slowly chunking oh, all yes. over the... Like, I'm I'm currently in a Discord that's just addicted to Civ, and they have like six, seven hour games. Yeah, yeah. They're sitting in the Discord for like six or seven hours. <laughs> How do you do that? Like, I yeah. get bored of like that game after like half an hour. I can't yeah. do that. Well, we used to, we used to. I think you could crank the the pace up or whatever it was, and so you'd have it as a fast pace. And yeah, we used to love it. Well, internet in your area, NBN. NBN, uh, we get about 100 down and 50 up. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> we can download about 5 gigs in 10 minutes, and I can stream at 1080p 60fps. The worst part is you only live probably 10 minutes away from me. Oh, not even that. Literally, literally down the road across the bridge, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So my, my exchange is probably still the copper base. Uh, your exchange is probably fiber. That's probably we the are thing. we are fi- well. The the thing is, our exchange is just like a walk away, but we're still fiber to the node, copper to the house. So if we were fiber to the house, we'd be getting like even quicker, even yeah. quicker. But the problem is that they refuse to upgrade the old houses. Yeah, yeah. Our <laughs> our pro our problem is we, in my area. They finally like I was ADSL two plus was probably five five down, one up at best, and they finally went to the node 
um and now on the fastest package i'm 25 down five up because the copper the copper system in the ground is just too poor the problem is that copper also falls off via yep. distance it's yep. ridiculous yep yeah and, it, and it also I'm... stretches as well which yeah. like removes the the fibers and stuff and you get fraying yeah which I'm is literally... why all the fibers are falling off I'm probably, I think, um, I can't remember back in the day, it used to be like you you couldn't be more than 5K or something away from an exchange. I'm like 4.8 or something from where I am. Yeah. So I'm pretty much as far away as you possibly freaking can be. Yeah. I still remember dial-up though. I still remember for one of yeah. my school, school projects, they were like, you need to bring in an accompanying image for your essay. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to have to find a, a place and time where no one's using the phone for three hours so I can download a 50 kilobyte image <laughs> and watching it slowly <laughs> scroll down the screen. Yeah, that was cool. What it used to do it line by line. You still line it. by line. That looks really cool. But especially yeah, was... for uh, for porn. Yeah, like, come on, Teddy. <laughs> oh, it's still there. It's still there. Ah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, your mum picked up the phone and it was gone. You're like, son of a. It was the worst experience ever. Oh, it used to be even worse picking up the home phone and that sound would go off in your ear. Just oh the... yeah. That was the deadening side of things. All right, well, I think that's it. What do we got? We got favorite console, favorite game genre, favorite game. Borderlands 2, you said, so you'd be excited for Borderlands 3? I'm excited for Borderlands 3. Even though it's an Epic exclusive, it's like, I'm still going to buy it. I'm in it for the game. Like, I want to experience the game. Yeah. I, I don't care if I have to buy it not on Steam. It's like, I already have... I already have it installed because I do Unreal Engine development. So it's like, before the Epic Games Store came in, it was known as the Epic Games Launcher because you'd be able to launch their game engine to do development on it. And then they just decided to slip in the store into it, which is why it's so basic right now. Borderlands 1 was... I, I remember when it first came out, like the graphics-wise and everything like that, at first, like first, I reckon probably hour, I was like... What the hell is this game? Do I even <laughs> do I even enjoy this game? And then all of a sudden it's four AM, and I'm like, "Am I having fun here? I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> but then, oh, I wasn't at school. Maybe I was at TAFE. I remember going somewhere to learn, and I was like, "I'm not. I'm not learning nothing today. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go." <laughs> Just went home and had a bit of a gaming session, and I was like. Yes, you know what I do. I I like I like this game heavily. The claptrap and everyone like that in it. I was just like, yeah. Oh, the bad guy. I can't remember the freaking bad guy's name now. Bad guy from the first one. Number oh, two. The first number two. Um, number two handsome, handsome Jack. Jack. Yes, that's it. Handsome. I can't Jack. remember the villain in number one. She was one of the sirens. Yeah. She was also a commander of something. I can't remember. It's been years since yeah. I played the first game. Back in my Xbox 360 days in like high school. <laughs> yep. See, I didn't play any of them. Uh, what do you it's even freaking play? I don't know if I play anything anymore, mate. <laughs> I haven't. And, and I've had. I'm, I'm sick still, and my daughter's now sick as well. So we're just pretty much sharing the the germs, which is fantastic. So yeah, my gameplay has been quite limited. Yes, yes. Tell me about it. Mm. I um. I'm finding that out myself trying to play through God of War. It's like I had 20 minutes earlier and normally like a deep RPG, story-driven RPG like that, I'm like, I'm not turning it on. It's 
I, I don't like to play them games unless I can actually sit there and I can feel it because that's what that game is about. And for 20 minutes, you're just watching it and then you're turning it off. I was like, no, I've got to do it. I'll chuck it up. I'll chuck it on our channel. Let people have a have a watch. And Well, you, ha- you had one viewer today. Yeah. <laughs> My dad came in and he's like, hey, Steve's on, on YouTube. And I, no, he's not. He's cooking dinner. No, 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 no. He's here. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> Mm. Okay, he told me he was cooking. So, well, I kept, uh, I kept being like, "Oh, I got to start dinner at six. and then all of a sudden, yeah. six, six came back. I was like, "Oh, I'll start at ten past six, ten past six, and I, <laughs> and the meat can be medium done. And then I'm like, "Oh, quarter past, it can be medium rare, it can be medium rare." All of a sudden, <laughs> it, it, until it's like well done. On, on, like on uh, everyone was just having. Uh, pretty much blue salmon steaks tonight for ten. <laughs> so, but no, I definitely feel your pain with the the gaming world. So, all right, well, give us a rundown. You said you're a gaming developer. Anything? Look, what are you aiming for? What's your studio? Who's who is it? What? Give us a rundown. Um, currently, the the studio is called Ninja Penguin Studios. It's it's a silly name. We came up in it with it in. Perfect. In the, like high school and TAFE, and we we eventually moved on to wanting first wanted to be a like a, a video editing studio. Yep. So we, we wanted to do like small movies and projects like that, and then it was at that point that I discovered like I think Unity 3D had just come out because before that it was Unity 2D only. So Unity 3D came out. I was like, this is really cool. I should start messing around with this. So I started messing around with it. Made a couple of little projects here and there, like what you do when you first make a game so you make like a like a space invader style game or like a bullet yep. hell style game and i was like this is really cool i'm really interested in this because i already because i already had a background in programming yep, from yep. My, my high school days like we used to do like visual basic and stuff like that like yeah, yeah. Very, very basic yep, software yep. and then after that i yeah unity 3d camera I was like, this is really cool so I got into that, and then I eventually ended up... I wanted to go into video games as a course in TAFE, but it wasn't available at the time I wanted to go. Like, it wasn't a thing. So I went to do uh, web design instead. So I'm, I'm a fully qualified web designer. So I do that here and there. But I'll remember that. <laughs> but then a, a couple of years down the line, um, well, it was... Yeah, one or two years down the line, I was looking at the university list. things are like, we now offer a Bachelor in Games and Interactive Entertainment. Like, that's cool. I'll go do that. So I did that for five years and then decided that I wanted to take a break because, like, I went from grade one to 12 into TAFE and then straight into five years of university. And I was like, well, I'm going to need to get some big job experience somewhere. I'm not going to be able to go from six years in uni straight into a job. They're going to be like, well, we'll take the guy who's like, worked in Maccas for like the six years he's been in, yeah. in university because he has experience with like dealing with people. So I'm like, I, I got out of university. I think it was last year. I uh, did a bunch of website stuff. Did, I've been doing a bunch of Udemy courses to scratch back up on my, my programming. I'm currently working on a uh, artificial intelligence course, yeah. but eventually I want to push it to the point in where we can make story-based games that people will actually care about. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of games out these days where it's all it's all about the multiplayer, your experience, and how you yeah. do. Like you need to level up this battle pass that we charge you fifty dollars for. And like I, uh. I just, I just want to be a company that's like, here's the game we've been working on for five years. Here's the complete product. You don't have to pay for anything afterwards. Like mm-hmm. if you get a game, it, it uh, that's like going to like a restaurant 
ordering a steak and getting like a quarter of a steak and being you have to pay another four sessions to get the other four pieces of the steak. Yeah. Like I uh, I want my steak in one piece so that when I eat it I can enjoy the entire thing. While I completely and utterly un oh agree with you. Be careful of Michael. He's a liberalistic grub and he lo- <laughs> he loves all the corporations. Hey, look look I, EA for life. <laughs> To be fair, I'm 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 also liberal, but like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, some, I'm not someone who thinks politics belong in video games. Yeah, then uh, you'd also share my hatred for Australia's uh, rating board. I I I just I just hate Australia's rating board in general. <laughs> I remember this has to be six years ago. Do you remember a an an old game called Syndicate? Yep. Well, they remade it as a first-person, like a story-based first-person shooter, and it was banned in Australia because you could dismember bodies after they were dead. That was the only reason. It was such a, like, make, like, this, like, Steam account overseas, and then I, I went through all these hoops <laughs> to play the game. I went through all these hoops to play the game. It was a blast. It was an absolute blast. <laughs> the story what? is great. Like, the gameplay is great. It's made by uh, Starbreeze, the same people who... Uh, they also made uh, Fear, like the Fear games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, that game what? was fantastic, but the ratings board, like, yeah. held back the genius of, a, of, a, of an up-and-coming company. My, my problem was with the ratings board, look, we obviously didn't have one. They were just banning them for a long time there, and then they yeah. finally, like, we thought we'd won, and they brought in this ratings board... And then they were like, all right, well, we're going to approve R-rating games. And they were still denying things that are on R-rated movies. And it's because they were saying, oh, no, you can interact with this. With a movie, you you can't. You're forced to see what it is, and then you move on. But in this, you can sort of like that, chopping up the dismembered body. But in movies, they do that. We can go and watch. We can go and watch them. Done. Yeah. No ifs, buts, or maybe's. You name yeah. it, it's all been yep. done. Yeah. Like the oh. Saw movies, just the yeah, same. Saw, saw from, movies. Oh, the human, my favorite human movie centipede. of all time. I don't even saw. mention that one. That one's I gone. Saw. Never. Saw no, is my favorite fine. franchise of all time. <laughs> yeah. Saw is yeah. fine. The one Steve mentioned. No, nah, <laughs> I don't want to. Human centipede. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the South Park episode of that? Yes, I have. Oh, oh should I, I eat these? Should later? I eat these healthy green beans? <laughs> to be oh. fair, I to be fair, I also own all three of the movies on uh, DVD. Uh, I I worry just to be yeah. confused, right? Like, <laughs> I can't I can't watch them because I don't. It's not my genre, but I went and watched like the first ah. Oh, hour i think of human centipede solely because of that south park episode i I laughed so hard at i was like what the hell what the hell are they talking about and then i went and started watching the movie i was like "Ooh, i'm going back to south park (laughs) yeah yeah i'm not not a fan Uh, look if if people want to but i wouldn't ban those movies oh maybe i would actually that one yeah (laughs) actually now thinking about it number one two and three yeah they can go but the problem if i don't want to watch it I won't watch it. That's it. So, the problem with the ratings like board is it, it's based off of bias. A lot of it's biased. Yep. Like, 
90% of the ratings board is people of like like age 50 plus like yeah. people who weren't brought up with that people who were like oh it's going to infect our minds just like just like heavy metal back in the day oh my god it's it's a gateway satan into our children's minds yep. and all this stuff it's it's sort of that philosophy when it comes to the rating children might be playing this even though it's r18 rated and they shouldn't be having it because it can't be sold to them they still might play it so we have to ban it yeah yeah yeah, I, I have the same laugh about a certain, especially age-specific genres and stuff like that. Like, they'll be, like, when mobile phones first came out, they're like, oh, mobile phones are gonna rot your brain. No one's reading newspapers anymore. My, my <laughs> father himself was probably one of the worst ones for it. Now... I haven't seen him read a newspaper for a good solid 10 years. Like he's I, sitting it, there on his tablet reading the news. He's yeah. yeah, on his exactly. phone, he watches exactly. TV. Uh, and it's, it's because he has accepted that part of technology. But when it comes to gaming, he's not a gamer. He, only gaming he's done is smashing my PlayStation. So <laughs> That sounds like a really good game. Yeah, yeah. That's probably the vast experience of gaming he's got so for him because it doesn't affect him not only does he not care he voices his opinion that is based on absolutely nothing and that's what frustrates me about a lot of that is depending on what board is voted in depend it is very politically based it's same as certain genre agendas as in the gun rallies and it's all that kind of stuff it depends on who's backing it and the gaming is exactly the same when it, I, I truly don't believe it should be i i believe it should just have set rule sets gaming is meant to be an escape if you can't escape from the things that are going on in the world then gaming i, I there's, shared there's no place for it i shared a meme the other day that truthfully it sums up my inner gamer completely and it shows the kid getting scolded at school because he struggles to learn he gets he shows a kid getting scolded by the parents because he broke something at home and it shows a kid getting beaten up by kids at school getting bullied and then all of a sudden he turns on a computer game the computer game's like you're great and that for me was my childhood like until i got bigger and i learned to actually fight because i wasn't quicker than running everyone (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that was the same for me as a child. Like, I was never one of those kids that was interested in being popular. I I didn't care about being popular. I didn't care about hanging out with all the cute girls and all all, all the cool buff guys. Like, I spent most of my... It's kind of embarrassing. I spent most of my high school days because Minecraft originally came out around about the same time as I was in grade 10. I would just go into the computer rooms and play Minecraft during lunch. I didn't care about anything else. Yeah, like he's one of them, Steve. He plays Minecraft. Well, I, Mate, I, I had, you had me until Minecraft. Yeah, that's I it. Like, going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> playing play Minecraft besides the point. It was the fact that for yeah. me, I yep. didn't care about friend groups. I didn't care about people what what people thought of me. I couldn't care. Like you can think I'm a nerd that like is not going to make it anywhere in life, but I'll be that nerd twenty years down the line that'll be bossing you around while you're like serving chips at KFC or something like. Oh, he attacks me. 
That's why I looked at you. That's why I looked at you. He looks straight in my eyes too. You liberalist scum. I've left there. He's in my face. He's getting close. Now I, I completely agree. Except mine wasn't Minecraft. I used to sneak in and play Wacky Wheels. Oh, I loved Happy Wheels so much. Uh, the amount was, of hours uh, in that game. In my primary school, if you they used to have like a pink slip method. If you got in trouble, you'd get a pink slip, blah, blah, blah. But you had the opposite. You had a gold card. And if you got a certain amount of things, you got an hour on the computer. So come Friday, I'd cash in all these gold cards that most of the time I stole off of other kids. <laughs> and I'd, I'd be playing Wacky Wheels on the Friday afternoon instead of having to do whatever. Oh, man, Wacky Wheels. I'm going to download that bloody game. That's what I'm going to do. See, year 10 for me, and probably, well, year 10, year 9 and year 10, it was Pokemon, trading cards, and Magic. Yeah. I did both those. Yeah. Um, that was quite heavy. Year 11, well, that went to, I went back to KFC, mate. I was serving my chips, <laughs> <laughs> doing my full-time shifts when I was 17 and 18, and then, yeah, the rest is history. But, but yeah, no, definitely, I was one of those people as well. I just didn't care, and I still don't to this day care about what people think. I do what I want to do when I want to do it. That's it. I think that's quite healthy too. The thing you don't do is play proper R-rated games. Well, if it's the, the C know. word that we you mentioned before. of Australia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so, all right. Well, talk us through the, the gaming industry of Australia. Do you feel like it's, it's catching on? Do you feel like it's in? Do you... Like, it used to be huge. Yeah, it I've seen a lot of Australian studios to, get it shut down. We used to have so many studios in Melbourne City. We used to have EA. We used to have Visceral Games. The people who made like Dead Space. That yep. was developed in Sydney and Melbourne. We used to have a Nintendo here. I think we still do, but they're only repairs here in Australia now. We used to have a Nintendo Games dev. The only studios that exist here anymore, we have a Riot Games in... I think it's Melbourne. The mm -hmm. people who make League of Legends, we have a right game studio. Yep. We have a 2K studio, 2K Marin, in Sydney and New Zealand. And then the rest of them are indie. That's it. Yeah, we sort yeah. of like died off. All yeah. of the all of the Australian developers who used to work for those have gone to Texas because that's where all the devs are. That's where Bethesda is. That's where software slipping my mind. Like Nintendo, all all the big yeah. developers now are now based in, in America or mainly Texas. So you have yep. like Texas and Canada are the two biggest. Yeah, I I remember like because the gaming, like I've talked to you about it. I it's every every couple of years I just get an itch and I'm like. I'm not happy being because I've been an electrician. I, I work with my hands. I've been an electrician for 15 years. Every couple of years, I'm like, is this actually what I want to do? And I start to look around. I start to look around. I always come back to writing, novel writing, yeah. story writing, and game. Just I always call it game development because I don't know what I want out of the game gaming side i don't believe i've got the concentration to be at a computer for game programming and yeah. i'm not and i'm not very artistic so i'm more 
like I wouldn't mind being a jack of trades but master of none kind of thing, have a little yeah. bit of everything well, but focus on the story writing. From the uh, stuff that I've seen of yours, it's absolutely fantastic. Did you end up sending me through that little story that you said you were going to send through? I haven't sent. I wrote up the first couple of, I think, first two yeah. chapters of it. I'm going to, yeah, actually, good point. I will um, get on to that one. Because, yeah, I mean, like, for, for, from, like, even just, like, the pure ideas you have, like, you have some ideas that aren't exactly original, but they're original in the way that you present them. That, that's... You're, very, you're very imaginative when it comes up, when it comes to bringing up scenarios. That's the, that is the hardest thing to do these days, is originality. It, it's Nothing like, is original anymore. Nah. Just, it's, it's all been done before. Like, people are like, like I, when I done my um, Cert 4 in creative writing, I wrote about, <laughs> like, goblins, dragons. I love sci-fi. Uh, my, even my teacher was like, be careful. This has be, been done. This is, like, ever since, like, The Hobbit it's like stuff has been done and it's you've got to put your own little twist on it and it's very similar to gaming like gaming it's it's very difficult to try to turn around and be like oh that's never been done before because it probably in some sort of twist has been exactly so yeah that's um uh, yeah, I, and so every couple of years, I, I really look back into it, and I have, and I still, until recently, I used to read a lot of Game Informer and everything like that, and they actually talked about in there the decline of gaming studios in Australia, because they were talking about the size of gaming in Australia maybe five years ago, a little bit more than that, and they were like, "Oh, it's huge! It's going leaps, twenty percent, thirty percent increases every year." And then all of a sudden, next time I look into it, it's like, "Oh, you're going to have to go to Melbourne for that," and that's it. You're like, "Oh, what the hell?" The problem with gaming in Australia is, sure, the the consumer base is here, but all of the really good developers and like geniuses' yeah. ideas. They get hired by the big companies overseas, and they get their their flights paid for and accommodation paid for to yep. work at the big studios. Like all the people who used to work for Visceral Games now work for these huge corporations, mm-hmm. and just like they had everything paid for because of their knowledge. But the problem was none of them really said no to Australia because they realised that everyone from Australia is getting bought out. Mm. I I do remember reading that it said. When you finish this course, you got two options. Go into teaching or move overseas. Or move overseas, yeah. That's that exactly it. the same with me. Mm. It's like, I can either go do oh, a... Uh... Sorry, or indie, obviously. Yeah, I was yeah. like, they were like, I, I can either go independent, I can try my luck with an overseas thing, or I could go get a, uh, a diploma in teaching and go teach at the university. Yep. Those were like the only three. There's no like decent sized Australian companies here that are willing to take you on because everybody now wants you to have 
experience in ship titles and like all these yeah. tools and stuff that they don't teach you at uni. Like I went to uni and I didn't touch a game engine until my fifth year. <laughs> Five oh, yeah. years in, I never touched a game engine. It was all theory, which I feel is wrong. Like if you're going to, I mean, sure, like first year, go, go ahead. Theory, yeah. like, like video games and impact on people, marketing, stuff like that. That's all very important. But you should get hands-on. If you're going to be a programmer or a developer, you should at least touch the tools sometime during your course and not in the last two years. No, no. And that's, that's, that's why, like, the concept of an apprenticeship, like, I, for me, as a trade, you start working. And exactly. Then, and then you go to TAFE and you do four weeks of TAFE. Then you come back to work. And then, couple, like, you go roughly... Yeah. four weeks every quarter so then yeah. you've you've got hands-on experience you're doing a couple of months of and of course the first year you're in the trenches you're doing the crap yeah. you're doing the smoker runs you're sweeping with the broom but that's what that's what it is it teaches you you're like oh if i can put up with the worst of this i'm going to enjoy the best of this and yeah, you and... Studios need to learn from that like it, to be fair if, if i ever was to get this studio up and going and we had like apprenticeships come in that's how i would treat it it would be you come in you get hands-on experience because that's what you come here for you haven't come here to sit and get lectured for three years before you can touch your tools you've come here to learn the tools of your trade yeah. it's exactly the same as trade you don't go into a trade and like you're like see this hammer you can read about it for three years before you can yeah. use it and they don't do that yeah like yeah. if you're yeah. if you want to be in the industry or something you need to know the tools i'm th that's why i don't actually plan on going back to university because I've learned more in my own personal study in those five years in university than they ever taught me for the $50,000 I paid them. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, would that then hinder you getting a job in the future with one of those big companies because you haven't no, finished? No, um, the, the thing with a lot of major companies is degrees are stepping stones. Degrees will get you into apprenticeships and traineeships with companies. If people are looking to just hire, all they care about is game how your your, your portfolio, yeah, your experience and the titles you've shipped. That's it. Yeah, that little piece of paper only matters if you're getting a traineeship or an apprenticeship. Outside okay. of that, no no actual company cares about that little piece of paper as long as you can come into work sit down know the tools that they're using and get straight to work okay. it's basically that it's exactly the same again as trades you could mm. be like a concreter and you go to a new company and they're like do you know what you're doing yes prove it yeah they'll go there yeah. they'll do a bunch of stuff and then from there you'll be judged whether you want to be hired or not like that's also yeah. how game development works it's funny because, like, when I first got into my trade 15 years ago, you'd walk to a job site, you'd have your tools with you, you'd have a hard hat, and you'd say, looking for a job. And they were like, all right, when can you start? And I'd never used to walk around with a resume. I'd just walk up to it. I'd say, I can start right now for you. I said, you don't. And they're like, oh, we're not really looking for anyone. I said, look, you don't have to pay me for today, but I guarantee you, you'll put me on the books tomorrow. And they're like, oh, all right, come on, come on. And you've got to, obviously, there's a difference. There's a fine line between cocky and, and believing in yourself. And yeah. I'd go in, I'd do the, a solid day worth of work. Sure enough, I had, the, I had a job the next day. 
yeah. it was it was only these days now I'm in a more of a managerial position where I have to employ people and my my boss is looking at all these resumes looking at all the big words on there and I he could be useless like yeah. so what he's very good at TAFE that doesn't mean that he's very good at his trade exactly like so, uh, for me I remember it must have been grade 10 we got into like the, this this like game studio I'm 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 not going to name names, but this this game studio rocked up to our school and was like, you want to have a future in gaming? Yeah. And then we like we went on like a, a, a two-week course. We went there. We learned a bunch of stuff. We did a bunch of like practical hands-on. Not too like, like not too long ago, I ended up going back for a uh, another traineeship. But instead of being taught stuff, because I made the mistake of saying I had experience in the tools that they were using... Yep. I basically just got used for dirty work. They were like, Here, here's these bugs. I want you to fix them. Instead of me rocking up for a traineeship or apprenticeship, yep. not yep. actually being taught anything, I just got like, here, fix this, fix that, fix this. And it, I got I got like six days into into the traineeship. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm, I'm not going to come and want to learn to just be used like and yeah. i was just like i'm not coming back the problem is it's so it's everywhere like i've gone and and there's always going to be bosses tweak the rules like there's certain rules where you can't be employed on this certain pay rate for yeah. longer than seven days and labor hire and all this kind of stuff i've gone through it all i've i've been sacked in the car park on a friday and then re-employed on the Monday just because they didn't want me to accrue holiday time over the weekend and all this kind of stuff. And, yeah, yeah it, it's like and I get a phone call. Like, they've sent me home, and I've, after a 12-hour shift, I'm literally driving home. They call me back and say, oh, can you work tonight? And I'm like, I work today. And they're like, yeah, can you work tonight? And I'm like, oh, I guess so. I'm going to be pretty stuffed. But I, yeah, if I, if I have to, they're like, yeah, yeah, you got to come back in. I ended up doing like a 14-hour shift that night. So Jesus. all up, I'd, I'd work for over a day. And then I still had to drive home all for flat rate. I was a, a labor hire, and the problem was I'd seen them do it to blokes. They'd just they'd sack them, and they'd never they'd get blacklisted. So they wouldn't come back. So I was on okay. a flat hourly rate. You wouldn't get an extra cent. Night shift, day shift, nothing, and and that's it. And there was so it is even in my trade. I'm lucky enough that I work for a very large government entity now. Um, yeah. So I, I am pretty looked after. Took many years to get to this sort of level, but. I was hoping, yeah, and, and even the game, um, not sorry, the book writing side of things, a lot of it is like, yeah, you've got to do publishing editing because I've got a cert for in publishing editing as well, even yeah. though I'm, ter I'm terrible at it. But <laughs> it, uh, it. It's like, oh, you've got to come and work for us, do a traineeship for six months unpaid, and then we'll give you a job. You're not guaranteed a job. You can do six months free work, for nothing, yeah. just to say you've done an internship there. And I'm like, yeah. that's the whole stamp of America for me. That's I don't believe Australia should really go down that line. No. All right. Well, that's what. What else we got? Topics, yeah. I I have one that I want to bring up. Okay. D day one DLC. What what are you, what are your thoughts? If they have it in, ready in time for day one, it should have been in the base game to start with. Yeah, hundred percent. Are we are we talking about day one DLC or day one 
hatches. No, no, that's uh, what I was right about to say. There is a big difference between them, and a lot of my mates blow up about day one patches, and you, well, you might be able to correct me. From what I read is they try to hold some of the code back okay, or something so to stop. The main reason they do it now is it's an anti-piracy measure. Yep. So they, they, they've started doing it on PC as well, where you can preload a game, but they'll take out the entire front end of the game to load. So you, you won't get the executable. You won't get the files for like the opening credits. You won't get the first level. But yep. the entire back end of the game will be there. So yes. what they're doing is so that people can't just like go like someone say that works at EB Games can't just go to EB Games the day that they get the shipments in for the new games that aren't supposed to be released and just like take it home and play it. Yep. Because I used to know a lot of people that used to do that before all this happened. You, you had yep. people at like JB Hi-Fi who would bring home CDs like that aren't released for another month, like games that aren't released for another month and would just play them at, yep. or like, or even like rip them and upload them to the internet. It was a really big issue. And this is why it's necessary. I wouldn't say it's necessary, but it is at the same time because it, protects people it protects piracy before yes. the release date yes no that was that's the reason i, I tried i had read that uh that's obviously a more detailed explanation that i, I read i tried explaining that that i accept it's the day one dlc that upsets me unless they've given the games to eb games a month prior and then all of a sudden they finished it uh, or they've printed all a million copies of the discs or something along them lines and handed it all out, and then they've finished it. I'm like, well, Christ, you could have held back distributing all that software uh, uh, and then the done it. Yeah. Uh, the, th the things that a lot of developers don't tell you is the games are done four or five months before the release date. Like, it takes two to three months for them to bake everything well like baking is the technical term for like compressing it all up into the little files that you see in the directory so that they're, they're baking the files yeah because that can take months like i remember somewhere they said that doom 2016 uncompressed was like 60 or 70 terabytes then they they have to take all that information then they have to put it into a package which is then compressed imagine which is, you downloading that michael <laughs> which, which is also why um, a lot of consoles have gone the way of installing the games, which isn't exactly true. What they're doing is they're taking the compressed files that are on the disk and then extracting them to your hard drive. Okay. So you will have like the front end of the game, the booting is on the disk. Yep. The rest of the files are compressed. And then when it says it's installing, extracts them to your hard drive. Ah, so that's why okay. on my Xbox, I can have probably five games on there. That's <laughs> yes. Because, uh, like, I remember, must have been, a, it's about 10 years ago, Rage, like, the, the original Rage came out, and at that time, it was the biggest game ever released. And it was, like, 40 gig. Like, yeah. up, and, up until that point, most games were, like, 5 gig, if that. And I remember opening that, I was like, man, this, this case is heavy. And I open up and there's six discs that you had to install. Yeah. What had six discs? Wing Commander? Was that another Wing game? Wing Commander also had a lot of discs, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, most of the JRPGs back in the, JRPGs back in the day. Final Fantasy. Yeah. Rod the 360 had these <laughs> thick jewel cases. You open yeah. up and, man, 
fanned out into like nine discs. Oh, that's what I loved. I was like, yes. And then they went Blu-ray and they started bringing out just one disc again. They, I was yeah, like, then they went Blu-ray and they were like, hey, we can't fit all this information uncompressed onto the disc. So we're just yep. going to dump it onto your console's hard drive and yep. it can deal with it. Yeah. Is that because I've heard the terminology when they say the game has gone gold? Is that means they've sold a certain amount before? Yes. Yeah. So um, usually oh, the platinum. terms platinum? usually it's it's plat it's gold or platinum. Usually the term is used for like pre-orders. So like they say yeah. like oh like Borderlands Three has gone gold before release, and that yeah. means that they've sold X amount of units. I think gold's like a million, and platinum's like three million or something. Yeah, it's the same yeah. as the, what it's the same as CDs. Yeah, and stuff. Okay. So, uh, so the pre-orders do help. You're saying pre-orders are good, aren't you? Oh, I'm, not, I'm not saying pre-orders are good. I'm saying, I mean, to be fair, I'm still a guy that pre-orders everything. Like, yes, I, I have always been a guy that's pre-ordered. Like, yeah, I you remember. Can there. That's it. You don't have to say uh, anymore. It's fine. <laughs> but you, you love pre-orders. I love pre-orders. <laughs> Everybody loves pre-orders except for Steve. Yeah. Um, and have you have you pre-ordered your Final Fantasy yet, Steve? Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm holding off. True fan I want, there, true fan. I want Square Enix to announce a Final Fantasy VII exclusive PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5. I don't care. I recently was scrolling through, through Facebook and I saw that you could get like three pizzas and the Final Fantasy yep. online game for like 50 yep. bucks or something. Final, and I was Final like, Fantasy I was 14. Like, I, I, was, I was like, number one, the game's dying. Or number two, which is more likely, they've just sunk millions of dollars into Domino's to to advertise they, that they done it with their last dlc as well yeah so they, did. they must have that. a partnership with dominoes Probably. for some reason because yeah last fantasy 7 if they turn around and say you know what sort of like that oh the sony ps4 that came out not long ago where they had sold 100 million units so they made it the the see-through blues two and a half thousand dollars they only made 50 of them or whatever yeah. if final fantasy does that i'll buy one I don't care. I've told. Yeah. I've got a six thousand dollar credit card. I'll go it. I'll go it. <laughs> so that's that's me done. So I I'm not an avid pre-orderer. Mostly, I think No Man's Sky was probably my final straw. Especially with pre-orders, I build them up so much in my mind. It's gonna be an awesome game. I just find like with JB Hi-Fi, Target, Big W, all that they're doing these day one releases. They sell games for fifty nine dollars, sixty nine dollars. I'm like, damn, I, I'm going to pre-order that game for $99 from EB Games, or I just go there. Remember when JB Hi-Fi and that first started doing it, it was only up to 100 games, and then and they had to be in stock for EB Games to price match. These days, I just walk, I waltz on in when EB Games opens. I'm like, hey, bud, can I get Borderlands 3? Yeah, man, you price matching. Yep, done walk out and my local knows me now so he actually i've gone in there and said oh are you price matching this for this he goes no and i'm like what you always do he goes because that's a ridiculous one you can get it nine dollars cheaper here see that's and good he, oh yeah like yeah and he yeah. tells me actually the better price so and now i don't even mention a price i just say hey are you price matching he's like yeah man boom and he brings it down to the lowest price it's been told to him during the day I actually have a funny story about No Man's Lie. Um, 
So <laughs> all, all, all these people are like, man, the game's going to be awesome. And I was like, all right. So I bought it on the day it was released. And I hadn't like watched any of the footage or anything. So I didn't have this like idea in my mind. And I like, I started playing the game. I'm like, this is pretty cool. It's, it's, it's not what I expected, but it's cool. And then I like I see all these things. It's like No Man's Sky developers lied to everybody, and I was <laughs> like, "What is this all about?" Like because I'd never seen any of like the hype yeah. around. So I went yeah. back and looked at all the stuff, and I was like, "Man, that would have been a cool game." And people were like, "Oh," and uh, that was actually where uh, where the Steam refund mechanic came in was because of No Man's Sky. And now you can refund anything within seven days of buying it, but that didn't exist before No Man's Sky was released. Yeah, except for on so, Sony. Except for on Sony, if you've yeah. played. So all these people were like, oh, I want my money back. So they did this thing. And I was like, oh, I, I never refunded it because I wanted to see where it went. Because like at that point, at, at that point, it felt like I bought an early access game. Yes. And it's like. Yep. Apparently but, it's a good game. Now. Oh, it, it's really good now. Like I remember downloading a couple of weeks ago. It was like, there's like base building and everything now. And it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I returned. Did I even return mine? Probably somewhere in my bloody gaming room. I don't even know. <laughs> but um, I just... And that's why, for me, the pre-order, I'm like, for $40 cheaper, I can pick it up on the first day. Yeah. I, do, I don't watch it. Like, there are certain games I'm going to go after. Oh, like, I can't remember the last one. Maybe Horizon Zero Dawn I actually pre-ordered, and I'm glad I pre-ordered. I loved that game. I smashed it. The thing with a lot of companies like EB and JB as well is you'll get the pre-order bonuses if you go in and pick up a copy day one anyway. It was like, yes. yep. for me mm. I for me and Brandon, we went into JB Hi-Fi day one for Rage 2, picked it up for $59, and we got all the pre-order content. Yeah. We, yep. uh, we got the deluxe edition for 59 Plus, we got the pre-order content because we came in on the day of release. And yeah, it was like, huh, oh, that's cool. cool. Uh, JB's done that for as long as I can remember. Like, I usually go in there day one and pick up my games because you can get them for $59 or $69, and yep. you'll get all the pre-order content at yeah. the same time. The mm. only only reason why I was pre-ordering at one point was when they were limited editions. Like, Final Fantasy fourteen. I, I did pre-order the original, and that was atrocious. And then, obviously, they took it off the market, and they redone it, and it became a Realm Reborn. I pre-ordered that one again. And they were they were limited numbers, so that's why I pre-ordered. I can't remember the last game I either pre-ordered or went to a midnight release. I can. Oh, what was it? Fallout 76. Ah. <laughs> Believe it or not, I really enjoyed that game. Like, for me, I, I really enjoyed the game, but that might have been because we were, like, playing it as, like, a group of 12 yeah. people. Like, we had heaps of people in. I heard It was that, nuts. Actually. Our Discord, we had, like, a full Discord channel, yep. all playing Fallout 76, all running around and stuff. I feel like, I feel like if... I'd bought it and played it by myself, I would have had a different opinion. I've got the power armor helmet, Fallout 76 helmet. Yeah, uh, but like, I feel like they're still trying to improve the game. They've acknowledged that they messed up. Like, yeah. They acknowledge that they messed up, and they're still trying to improve. Like, the mm. latest patch has been, they've brought back all the human all the human NPCs. NPCs, yes, I saw that. And they, they've like, gave, they've given us free story content as well. It's yep. like, uh, they're not... Th 
Bethesda aren't one of those companies that goes, here's the game, and then two months later, here's the season pass. Usually with, with, with Bethesda published games, what you see is what you get. Yeah. With I, the exception of 76. I shared, I shared a meme about that the other day, and it's gone bonkers. It's 500 shares, 55,000 reach. It's And, like, I had a good giggle about it, but Bethesda didn't completely uh, deserve it. They have been a pretty good developer in the past. Like, Fallout 76, they've even come out and said, look, we do accept that we had problems. We're trying to get through them. We thought we could handle them. Like, they they sort of made an honourable apology. And And I like that. At least they accepted. I remember, like, not, not even five years ago. Like, <laughs> well, can I just say something just to yeah. cut in there because I, I, I don't know. I haven't had a big long history with Bethesda, but I saw them in E3. Did you watch their E3 releases? Yes, I've tuned in every year since they started. Yeah. Okay. So, and what did you think about this year? Because all this I thought year? was was, hey, let's grab a mobile phone and get microtransactions. This year, it was their worst year out of all the ones. A hundred percent, it was their worst yeah. year. They didn't have a lot to announce. Other than Doom Eternal. That was... Yeah. yeah. And look, Doom, yeah, Doom Eternal looked good. Doom Eternal did look good. But yeah. the rest of it, I'm like... I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm like, just another mobile game. I'm like, yeah. you don't like, need to advertise was, a mobile game. Like, the App Store does it for them. As, so, as soon as the, like, Commander Keen thing came on, I was like, oh my god, I played this game as a kid. And they're like, yeah. launching on mobile. And I'm like, you ruined it. <laughs> you, you, you ruined it. Yeah. Like, Bethesda this year were terrible. Like, last year's was an amazing. It's like, Fallout 76 announcement, like, all these amazing games. You have, like, Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, all these huge reboots, and then you go to a year like this, and it's like, well, that was just shit. It's Bethesda, are they Skyrim 6? Yes. Yeah, because that was last year they announced that, isn't last it? Last year they announced yeah. it, but they said it, they, what, uh, they said that it's they're doing tr- Starfield first. Yeah. And yep. Starfield's coming out on the next gen. So they said not to expect it until about 2020, 2021. Yeah, I remember the... Um, Starfield? I haven't even heard of it. Starfield is their new RPG <laughs> series. It's meant to be like Outer Space. I want it to... Oh, okay. it, it looks good. It, and that's one that I'm nervous about. But, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, uh, like I was going to say earlier, video games reviewers and reception has become very critical in the past five years i remember five years ago if a game released with bugs people were like eh like it doesn't matter it's still the game it's still playable but recently it's like a game launches and like there's like this little bug and everybody will blow up about it and be like oh my god it's the worst game ever blah 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 and i'm like what has happened in the games industry it's become less about enjoying the games and more about hypocrisy and yeah ranting to get money i i read that the other day a teacher writes on a whiteboard in front of her students writes one to ten writes the exact same sentence the whole entire time but makes an on-purpose mistake in sentence four and says there you go kids what do you reckon and they, the whole classroom blows up and says, ah, you stuffed up the word in sentence four. She goes, yeah, I did. But I got all other nine sentences perfect. Right. Yeah. All yeah. sentences have 20 words in them. All words have average of four letters per word. And yet you pick on me for one for mistake. One mistake. Out of, say, 500 which is Which is why I think... This whole Fallout 76 thing is... I wouldn't say it's not deserved, 
but they were bashed to the point in where, like, if they did that to any other media, like, people would be, like, up in arms. Like, they'd yeah. be like, oh, this website's full of scum. Like, go attack them. But no, everyone's agreeing with them. Everyone's yeah. agreeing with them because, like, all these, like, Kotaku and stuff have become the, like, the trusted media outlets. But they're they're all full of idiots. Yeah. I feel like people want the toxicity now. Like, yeah. They... But if you even just watch the news, like I, ha- I have not, not watched tell- the news for years. <laughs> uh, I no, no, either have I, either have I, and then I'm not sitting there with my tinfoil hat on or anything like that. But I just don't watch the news. But like I did, I did watch the news the other night, and I'm like, it's negative story after negative story after negative story. Nothing about what's good going on in society. I'm thinking, no. mate, let's all just hop in a coffin now and start burying ourselves because exactly. it's stuffed. When yeah. really. Let's start talking about the good things. It, it was a problem, and it got... It was literally, uh, and it rings true, a Simpsons episode. Uh, you'll find out, Pierce, I referenced nearly all of life against Simpsons and Seinfeld. Good. And S- Simpsons had an episode when Homer was a reviewer, and no one wanted to read his reviews when he was the nice guy. He'd become a bad guy on purpose, and everyone loved him. And then all of a sudden, he started actually lying, and everyone was going bonkers. And it was like, and that's half ringing true now because everyone doesn't like one of my friends. That's why we do our reviews for our website. We don't actually give us a a points rating solely because what what I like doesn't mean you'll like it. I might have had a. I might have had a fight with the missus that day. I might have had a bad day at work. I might have been out in the sun all day. And then on the other side of the foot, I'm feeling real nostalgic. I loved Mortal Kombat growing up. And so review is going to be... Look, there's no use anyone reading my Final Fantasy VII review because I... (laughs) None at all. None at all. I already know. (laughs) I I know what score I'm going to give it. And it has a... It's episodic. Uh, That's why I'm scared for the future of the video games industry, because if these developers are going to be influenced by the loud minority, then what hope do we ever have for having decent video games again? It just goes even bigger than the gaming industry, like Sonic. Like that whole episode with Sonic's character looking right. Like, really, at the end of the day, you're watching a movie. It is not real. It's not Sonic. He's not there. He's not a person. And we're caring about what his fur or something. For me, I I absolutely loved the trailer. It was funny. Like, uh, I thought it was good. the fact that he looked as goofy as he did, that screamed video game adaptation to me. Like, that's what they're supposed to be. Yeah, the only thing I had out of it was Eggman was skinny. Yeah. Like, in every cartoon, he's never skinny. And that was the. If I wanted to nitpick, but yeah. like Jim Carrey you, as an actor, he's fantastic. Are you yeah. fat shaming Eggman? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm fat, so I can't <laughs> oh, fat shame exactly. <laughs> uh, speaking of video game adaptations, did you see uh, the the latest news on the Mortal Kombat movie with yes. fatalities? With the fatalities, yeah. yeah. Post on it. I actually really like the actor they've picked for Sub Zero. I reckon they've done well with him. Yeah. Like I reckon he suits. Uh, from what I look at Sub-Zero in my mind, I reckon he, like the Raid um, character, I reckon he's going to play that well. So I'm yeah. I'm pumped. A lot of the people from my gym have applied to, like, background people because they're, yeah. asking, they're asking for martial artists, and a lot of my trainers are black belts and Muay Thai yeah. fighters and everything like that. They've all applied, so they can go yeah. in as uh, stunt doubles and cool. back people. And I was like, damn, I'd love to do that. That would be cool. For me personally, as long as Kano's in the movie, I don't care. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's getting filmed in South Australia, isn't it? South Australia, it's, yes. Yeah. So probably the only reason why I'd go to South Australia. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there goes the five people that I was talking to yesterday. Oh, yes. on. <laughs> no, oh, and the Tesla battery bank systems they've got down there. You, you can't say something. That, you say that society is, something's wrong with it. I say with Steve. Like one comment, South Australia just rule about just what cut them off, cut yeah. them out of Australia, make it another country. That's it. Well, they're yeah. South, yeah. South Australia. They're not part of the rest of Australia. My God. <laughs> just I, sign me up, Kotaku, IGN. Oh, yeah, that's it, mate. They'll take you tomorrow, I reckon. <laughs> you hate everybody? Like, you're oh, in. I am in. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap it up with uh, Gaming of the Week. I reckon we still got, I reckon we've, we've, had enough. I don't know whether our listeners want to listen to us rant too much longer, but gaming of the week. What have you been playing this week, Piss? Uh, this week has been, I've been back and played Halo 5. I picked it up for $5 just because I want to play the story. Oh. Um, I've been playing Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, how is ESO? Is it, it, especially in the new release? The new release was fantastic. trying to sound really cool there. Have you, what do you think of ESO? What's well, this ESO? Because I've been eyeballing Elder Scrolls it. Online. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really enjoy it. I played it for like five years. Because so. I got it on that was one that I got on day one release, but it was it was a bit it too was horrific day one. It was <laughs> I was like, ooh, I can normally I, I look still, past some bugs. I still enjoy jumping in every once once in a while, doing a dungeon, chatting to people who I haven't talked to for years. But yeah, um I haven't had a, a subscription PC. base. Is that a subscription base? No, not anymore. Okay, so it's free. It's uh, you just have to pay for the base game, and then it's free. Oh yeah, okay. The the base game's like five bucks. Yeah, all right. What I, about I, you, haven't had a, I haven't had a PC this week, so I haven't had a chance to play much. See, he won't. He'll leave you alone and say, "Oh yeah, cool, that's good." Now talk to me. What have you been playing, Michael? I've been playing Watch Dogs. I'm thirty six percent into the game now. You're streaming any of it? Yeah, it's a mixer. What oh, is mixer? No one watches mixer. <laughs> <laughs> See again, he's just attacked another company. Microsoft, we love you. Give us games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, EA for life. Is that better? Get in the game. Oh, you get that wrong every week. <laughs> Absolutely every single week, you get that wrong. It's not just a game. No, it's in the game. Oh, it's in the game. See, just... EA, it's in the game. Yeah, but no, no. no, no I was. Pl- what do you want now? <laughs> It's EA Sports. It's in the it's game. In the game. <laughs> oh, EA Sports. See, I don't, do, I don't do sports, so I don't understand that bit. Oh, like, you, go, you, you go back and you play like all the old golf games. Those were great. Uh, no, I played one game of footy on the NES the other week, and that just sent me nuts and full weight <laughs> and out of bounds. I'm like, nah. So, <sighs> yeah, no, no. I haven't done much gaming besides playing Watch Dogs. I've pretty much done all the side quests now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm only up to like Act Two, and I think there's six acts. Okay. Watchdogs One, you've got you got Watchdogs Two at the same time, didn't you? Yeah. So what I'm doing is doing Part One, then Part Two, and then when Part Three comes out, I'll play it. And is Part Three out this year or is that next year? Uh, I think it's next year. I can't remember truthfully. I thought it was. There's a couple coming out in September, November kind of time, but I think Watchdogs Three might have been ne- next year. Sixth of March, twenty twenty. 
There we go. 6th of March. Hey, that's my daughter's birthday. I know what she's getting for her birthday. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) All right, Steve. Go on. You've been waiting long enough. Go on. Tell us what you've been doing. Still crash team racing with the fam bam. That's definitely... We play that nearly every night. Normally... Uh, the winner gets to pick what's for tea the next night. So, okay, so you it, haven't got to pick tea at all, have you? I pick tea. <laughs> I get to pick tea every night, as you can tell by my sudden weight gain. <laughs> I mean, we can't see all. We can... By the throat, I'm all right. It's just the chin. <laughs> that's, there's a reason I'm growing a beard. I was going to say, what's this beard happening? That's what you were well, doing this week. Growing that. Yeah. It's, I've got I've got three hairs per chin, so a hundred chins, and it looks like a beard. So no, um, crash team racing uh, with the fam bam. Got the date with Final Fantasy Seven, so I decided to step away. I'll probably end up just playing. Do I'm thinking Friday night Final Fantasy night. So I'll do Final Fantasy Seven every Friday night, play for a bit, but fight up God of War. Oh, actually, I was playing Altered Beast. I've got the Sega Mega Drive Classic games. I never passed the second level, and it was actually funny you brought this up. What did yep. you do this week with Altered Beast? I you finished actually listened the... to me, didn't you? I finished the game. I oh. might not have finished it perfectly. I used save states, I must admit. Oh, was there save states? I thought you said there wasn't. Yeah, no, no, uh, there was. Oh, there is. Oh, okay, so <laughs> you just use the controls, yeah? Yeah. And then uh, finish that. So it comes with 50 classic games, so I might end up just playing one of them for an hour a night uh, and just give a report in, or maybe even one a week. I'll play Alex the Kid or something this week for next week's podcast. But um, Are you going to do a review on it? No, 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 probably not. <laughs> You'd hope so. No, I might, I actually. Would... I, I... Maybe we'll put up a retro um, review page and I'll do a review of them all as we go. See which ones you can tell I've got nostalgia for and which ones I don't. Cause, uh, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, God of War, the so, most recent Sony exclusive. I still haven't had a chance to play that yet. I really should. I was watching Steve's stream the other night with God of War and I was standing on this mountain. Yep. And you were just looking out of this massive like valley or whatever you want to call it. Yep. Amazing. It looked amazing. Truthfully, on a 4K TV, full HDR, beautiful game. They have, tr- oh yeah, it's a lot of the Sony exclusives, and that was why I reckon I was so disappointed in Days Gone, solely because of the Spider-Man and, and Horizon Zero Dawn and now God of War. They were such a high-level quality game. That yeah. was, like, Days Gone, if I just picked it up and I didn't know who created it and it was just a game on its own, I probably would have enjoyed it more. That's sort of that build-up in my mind um, trick with that one. But, yeah, yeah, God of War, only thing, like, I won't do a review yet because I'm only two hours in, but the only thing that I can feel, it is very closed. Like, it's not very open world. Like, it is... A, Bit, a lot more story driven than what I thought it was going to be. Even like the other Gold Awards back in the day, they were very hack and slash, and you could grind on some mobs and you could level up and get a bit OP. This one, it's like, yeah, I don't feel as if it's like it has stepped away from what I felt like God of War was. Not away, stepped upwards, I guess, but like for it's still 
yeah, I can tell why it got Game of the Year. I was um, nominated Game of the Year. Like it was, it's a freaking nice looking game. And yeah, that's about my my week. Yeah, well, we'll wrap it up there. So thanks heaps for joining us. Hopefully, we'll have you back uh, more often. We'll want to. Yeah, we love supporting the the little guys, and we love supporting the indies and stuff like that. And if you've ever got anything you like a game coming out release it on our page go for it and definitely well thanks so much for having me i really appreciate it all right guys just make sure you smash that subscribe button and just remember it'll never be game over gamers got a game